And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. And by that description, an all-around pimp as well. Brandon Rhymes is not here today, uh, but I am the pimp in the box today. Ian Beckles sitting in for Brandon Rhymes, consumer quarterback show, uh, intelligent talk radio. Uh, this will be airing on 1025 The Bone, uh, AM 1380, and also We Beam Television. So uh, it's going to be me and my special guests for the next hour, so don't go anywhere. Uh, we have some colorful characters in here today. Um, uh, Jay Smith, a.k.a. Snoop Dogg. How are you? Oh, happy to be here, Ian. When I heard Snoop Dogg was going to be here, I didn't envision you. Yeah, a little different. That's all right. But that's okay, though. You're all right. I think you you got some flavor to you. That's okay. Sorry. Right. Uh, and the young man next to you. Uh, young, w- handsome man. Uh, well, well, you beat me to it. But uh, uh, William Crowley, uh, credit magician. Right. I'm doing the credit magician on the radio, the credit man in the hood. Really a, really a <laughs> magician, but can you do can you, real tricks? Oh, yeah. I can make it happen. You can man. make it happen. I can make it happen. Man. Well, I mean, you know what you make happen? Right now, we, uh, you have next to you is uh, Adam Edinson. 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 I know. You know I was going to mess that one up. That's, I mean, people uh, butcher it all. Down. Adam Edinson from uh, Edinson Dental. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting there eating candy next to Adam Edinson, hey, who's a, the dental guy. Uh, it's it's you know? kind of the way it is. Oh, trust me. I do not want any of those milk duds. Those things uh, break teeth left and right. Oh, my I, God. I'm pretty sure I've given you my card a couple of times, so. No doubt, no doubt. And you know, a man's eating candy, and he got three percent body fat eating candy in front of fat people. I mean, that's just that's disrespectful. Very, very God. disrespectful. Okay, so we we brought intelligent people in here today uh, with intelligent talk. Now, let's start with you, Mr. Snoop Dogg, uh, Jay Smith. Now, you know, as far as inspection go, I just purchased a house a year ago. I was in a house for twenty years. I lived in Colbert Isles, right? Okay, uh, for twenty years. And finally sold my house, and I live in a house you know closer to Gandhi and McDill area. So found a house that I wanted. Uh, we had a home inspection, and listen, my wife takes care of most of that. We had a home inspection. They passed home inspection. We purchased the house. After we got into the house, uh-huh. we realized there's two or three or four things that are banged up in the house. Yep. Whose fault is that, if I may ask? Uh, it would. It depends on what it is. I mean, if it's cosmetic things that are just there, we kind of. If you're going through the house, we expect you guys to see those things. If it's just cosmetic, if it's actual issues, say windows not working, AC not being up to par and working the way it should, uh, roof damage. I mean, all of those things are back on the inspector. What, I mean, those things should be caught. But what can you do after you purchase the house? What you can't do anything to the inspector, can you? Um. I would contact them to double check what, what they have. There, there are um, some warranty programs out there that, depending on the inspector, what they carry, um, and, and some some inspectors just step up. I mean, if, if they feel like it's something they missed, like if I missed it, I want to come out and check it out myself. I don't want to see that stuff. Sure, I have more than one inspector. So if I was to hear that, whether it was me inspecting or one of my guys, I want to go back out there and see what happened. How many people do you have working? I have two other full-time inspectors, and we actually have three more coming aboard. So we cover the entire area, all the way down to, to Sarasota, up to Hernando, out to Polk County. So we do cover a large area. Well, what 
upset me about the situation was the inspector says that it was an immaculate you know inspection uh-huh. and you get there and then it seems like they just put a band-aid on the AC and it also and, and there's a couple bathrooms that weren't working to me just to flush a bathroom and see if it's working that's easy absolutely i mean so i don't know if he's, they're not in cahoots you know i'm not saying that that happens but that that may be leery uh, it it, may, it makes me wonder if he really spent the time i can mm-hmm. tell you um, whether it's myself or one of my other inspectors that work for the company we're going to be in a standard old house that's 1800 square foot 3 hours we're not going to be there for 45 minutes or an hour and gone we're going to spend some time in the bathrooms kitchens those main areas that you're talking about and i want to run the ac for a while um even checking the plumbing i don't want to just do it with cold water if i can go to a a vacant home and they've got the water heater off i'm actually going to turn that water heater back on and check all the hot water and i'll probably wait till later in the inspection to check any of the plumbing well, next time I'm calling you guys, that, that's for sure. Now, all the uh, uh, the stuff going on with, you know, weather and Irma and there's hurricane, everything's going on. You know, I know you deal with a lot of snowbirds and people from up north that maybe would, uh, you know, have something for half a year. How, do, how does that work? Can somebody get a half a year inspection? How does that work? Well, what we'll do is we'll go out. We can actually do a limited inspection instead of full home inspection. You know, we don't need to check every window, every outlet, the whole nine yards. For snowbirds, we'll check some of the main things. Like you were just talking about the AC, just to see how well it's working. Let's mm-hmm. see if it's actually working up to par. Um, most of your snowbirds don't want to go on your roof. I mean, we just did go through the storm. Has anyone checked out their property? I mean, did they have someone go look at it, or were they waiting till they're coming into town now? If you're coming into town now, give us a call. We can do a limited inspection and take a look at your roof. Uh, if you ac- actually have a crawl space, we can check out underneath the house to make sure there's nothing going on. That's the kind of things you can call home inspector for. Now, I don't really know exactly how real estate goes. From what I've heard is that, the, I guess, the fourth quarter might be normally the slowest quarter. Well, if you're up north, I mean, I'm originally from Maryland, so we're always used to, hey, once you got in the holidays, you might as well wrap up the doors, and you're probably not going to get busy until February. But I mean, nobody, you know, wants to, nobody wants to move in the snow either, though. No, and that's the other problem. They don't want to move in the snow. Now, down here, I think because of the snowbirds, it kind of evens out our market a little bit. As the, the regular residents in town are slowing down and they're getting ready for Christmas and Thanksgiving and the whole nine yards, now we got the snowbirds coming into town. And sometimes their friends are coming with them that they haven't bought their Florida getaway yet. And then all of a sudden they say, hey, this is the year we want to do it. And they come down in October and November and start buying things. And I would guess that that's one of the reasons that our market still sells 25% of the sales happen in the fourth quarter in here in Florida. What kind of marketing is done with real estate in the Florida area or the Tampa Bay area it, up north? I mean, we, we, there's a lot of snowbirds spending money. I'm originally from Montreal, Canada, yeah. so I understand there's a lot of Canadians here. And Canadians, when the, when the dollar's stronger, we're making more money here. I don't think the Canadian dollar is that strong. But it, do, they, do they do mar- – is there marketing and branding going on in Canada? I, I would say there's a few agents that do both. I mean, I think there's, there's – Canadian snowbirds mm-hmm. that even work the market up there for six months and then come down and they've come down and gotten their Florida license and actually become a real estate agent for six months. Um, hmm. I'm not involved in that end of it, so I can't really say how much they're spending on marketing between the two markets. I'm just really seeing the people down here in Florida. Now, how did Irma affect your business yourself? I mean, does that make you busier at that time? Or how does that affect you? We were busier for a little while. Um, the week before, we slowed down because people said, hey, 
um, we're going to get an extension on our contract. We don't want to do the inspection before the hurricane. Let's do the inspection after the hurricane. And then, of course, the few that still did the inspections that whole month before the hurricane, they weren't closed yet. We did go back and do some reinspections to make sure there wasn't damage from the storm. And then, to be honest with you, we slowed down just a little bit because there was so much of the area without power. No, you, know, you couldn't go out and look at a house because why are you going to go look at a house with nothing in it that has no power to it? Now, somebody gets an inspection that's going to buy a house two weeks from now, and then a storm comes, and there's a reinspection. Does a person get charged for that? How does that work? It depends on the situation. Uh, sometimes yes, sometimes no. Um, cur- if we can, we try to go out as a courtesy to do it. You know, there, there's reinspections that we do that there's problems in the attic. It takes more time to get there, the whole nine yards. I've got one that we were just doing uh, just north of us in Spring Hill. And unfortunately, they say some of the repairs are done. And we go back and do the reinspection and they're not done. And we're literally going there a third time mm-hmm. to double check to make sure that things are repaired. Well, I mean, we were just talking about uh, on the last show, you know, millennials and, you know, young kids. And how hard is it for you uh, to find good, you know, good workers at this time? I mean, there's nightmares out there of people finding you know, the right people to work. Well, sure. Most of my guys are a little bit more experienced. Um Either they've come from the construction field in some fashion, whether they're working as an electrician, one of my guys. Uh, another one was actually in the insurance field, so he was out there already doing uh, adjustments and things like that, looking over houses for insurance. I've got a guy that's a plumber right now that is training to be a home inspector, so he was already familiar with construction, which helps out. Uh, it, you'd probably be surprised how many inspectors actually don't have any construction experience. I've been in the construction field for over 30 years. So as I walk up to a house, there's things I might notice that another inspector may not. So you think that's obviously a big advantage with the construction Abs- Absolutely. Background? I mean, I've actually built houses and done mm-hmm. different parts of the construction from the top of the house to the bottom of the house. Now, you, right now, it just says Jay Smith. Uh, uh, a Snoop Inspections, that's the name? That's the name of the company, A Snoop Inspections. A Snoop Inspections. Yep. Now, marketing-wise and branding-wise, you put the A on there on purpose? Yes, sir. You're smarter than you look. Absolutely. You know what I mean? For, the, <laughs> for those out there, I mean, people, there's, there's ABC liquors and ABC everything, and there's a reason for that. Oh, you know? and, and the dog with the hourglass and then the house over it, I mean. Yeah. Uh, you get in trouble I, for that? No, no. No, I haven't. I, I've actually become memorable for agents. Uh, not to say anything, especially the female agents like my logo, and they'll say, that's so cute, and they want to yeah. keep up with things. It's all about the females, though, isn't it? Uh, well, most of your agents are females, so, you know, that that's another point. You don't have to convince me. I like the females. <laughs> I mean, I don't even like dudes that much. I just like to hang around dudes that attract females, if that makes any that, sense. That makes 100% yeah, sense so to it's, me. It's all, so it's always about the uh, the females, no doubt about that. All right. Uh, Jay Smith, A Snoop Inspections. Um, you got a lot of choices out there, so you might as well go to people with the knowledge of the real estate and the whole nine yards. So get, get that done. Let's take a quick break. Hey, this is Jarek Robbins. You are listening to the Consumer Quarterback Show with Brandon Rimes. Please do what it takes to learn all that you have to to live the life you want to live. Live it fully and find a way to give it by paying it forward to others. Get in touch with Brandon online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. 
Ian Beckles filling in for Brandon Rimes. Consumer quarterback show, intelligent talk radio. That's what I've been trying to do for years, uh, and that's what Brandon does here. And what you do when you're not wise or you're not hip to some things, you bring some people in with knowledge, and that's why we brought in Jay Smith. Um, and also we have, let me pronounce your last name again, please. Like the Garden of Eden and then Sun. That's easy. My first name is Adam. Adam. A-T-O-M, like the molecule. And uh, that's cool. I've not seen that. Adam Edenson. Okay. Adam. All right. I like it. From uh, Edenson Dental. We also have uh, a smooth young brother here. Uh, <laughs> baby. William Crowell. You, 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 don't, you don't let anybody think you're nothing but smooth. You know that. I'm smooth, you know, I'm, I told you you're smooth. I, I gave it to you. I, I conceded to the smoothness. I love it. I, I love saw it. you also, you were a class clown, too. Yeah, I was. You were, was. weren't I'm you? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you from? Uh, Missouri, actually. But I grew up in Los show Angeles. Show me, show me. I mean, yeah. well, Los Angeles did it to you. Yeah, that's what did it. That's yeah, it went from show me to L.A., you know, <laughs> yeah, you, you and Will Smith hanging out. Uh, so, credit magician, mm-hmm. um, explain yourself. Well, I'm known as the credit magician on the radio, the credit man in the hood. But I do credit repair across the country, been doing it for 20 years. And I don't like to even call it credit repair. I like to compete with the credit repair company, the traditional credit repair company, to call ourselves National Credit Restoration Assistance where the consumer is really being educated on all the inner workings of the credit industry. And then everything's transparent. So we're teaching the client how to do the credit repair themselves. So the actual name for the company is? National Credit Restoration Assistance. And it's and that's St. Pete based? Yes, sir. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a couple of acts here that I'm going to tell you I know nothing about. You're going to have to right. let me know. The Fair Credit uh, reporting Act. Right. What's what's that about? And uh, don't feel bad because most people don't know about it. They don't teach it in the school systems either in in your uh, first grade to through twelfth or in the higher levels of education. I think they do it intentionally. But the Fair Credit Reporting Act is a group of consumer laws that was created by Congress in 1970 to protect the consumers against the abuses of I want to say corporate America, and I want to emphasize that mm-hmm. corporate America, specifically the credit reporting agencies which are not part of government, they're just private companies, and they're abusing the consumer's rights on a daily, a minute, hourly, second-by-second second basis. But the consumer needs to go and read the, the Fair Credit Reporting Act and familiarize themselves with it because these are laws that protect you against their abuses. Now, the Fair uh, Debt Collections Practice Act. Yeah, that came around, I think it was around 1977, about seven years after the Fair Credit Reporting Act, somewhere in there. But nevertheless, this is... Debt collectors are governed uh, by these laws, and in order to collect on debts, they must follow these laws to the T. So the Fair Credit Reporting Act, the credit reporting agencies must follow the laws, so the debt debt collectors must follow the laws according to the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act as well. And I'll go more in detail on that, uh, but... I mean, I don't want to bore people with oh, it. You're, you're already speaking over my head. I wouldn't worry about that. <laughs> I don't want to speak but right over my head. It's all good. It's like all uh, glossed over. Like, yeah, oh, right. I was like, right. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're going you're gonna to talk over my head, too, when you talk about <laughs> dental. D- dental stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, like identity theft. Identity theft is something that we all are familiar with. Mm-hmm. There's uh, tons of commercials about it. I was at the gym the other day, and a young lady said, you know, she had this face. I go, what's wrong? She says, well, I talked to my mother yesterday, and... She got a call from somebody from Microsoft or something mm. that says she owes something that she has to go to the Apple store and take care of it. And she opened up her account. And by the time she got to the Apple store, Lady Apple store goes, you need to close it up immediately. And when she went and closed it up, uh, she said they took everything she owns, 
all her life savings, everything. You go to the cops, and the cops, I think we know, yeah. can't do a whole lot about it. They can't. What, yeah. what, what can you do in that situation if that happens to somebody? First of all, well, first and foremost, I want to open up people's eyes. The biggest perpetrator of identity theft is the credit reporting agencies themselves. Okay, the ones that are supposed to be watching out, protecting our identity, are the ones that are violating and mm. offering our information up. Everybody out there should put a promotional block on their credit report first and foremost. Okay, I'm going to give that number out over the air if I can. And that's 888-567-8688. Once again, 888-567-8688. Everybody should start off by putting a promotional block on their credit report and understand that the biggest perpetrator of identity theft is the credit reporting agencies. They're selling our information indiscriminately wow. for the right price to anybody. If our name is on that list, so the, pro- the opt-out, the promotional block number I just gave you, takes your name off that list. Now you won't become vulnerable to these so-called identity theft uh, experts out there that are looking for people that, that are actually buying the information from the credit reporting agencies and then and using that to snoop in to, to you know get your information and do whatever they want with it okay um the breach even i think we're going to talk about the breach in a minute but the the equifax breach i i call it orchestrated breaches okay mm-hmm. on behalf of the credit reporting any of the credit reporting agencies experian equifax and transunion they create these type of uh uh, crisis situations, and then they have you paying for something that they, but that the Fair Credit Reporting Act demands that they uh, abide by in the first place. Mm. So it, you know, it, it's really crazy how the credit reporting agencies are sitting back, acting like they're the protector of us when they're the ones that are actually the culprits of the problems in the first place. So what you're saying is we can't trust anybody. Can't trust anybody. Wow, specifically the credit agencies. That's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were on our side. Uh, now, how bad does somebody's credit have to be? I, I don't. The whole credit thing, and I haven't checked my credit mm-hmm. because I mean I don't really. I'm not borrowing a whole lot of anything. Right, right. I don't know what my credit looks like. It's probably all jacked up, to be honest with you. <laughs> but it's to, it's to a point uh-huh. now where isn't it hard, even if your credit's good, it's still hard to, 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 to for somebody to lend you money, you know? How, I mean, how bad does your credit have to be for you to help somebody out? And how, yeah. how, how important is your credit right now anyways? I mean, credit is ultimately important. Matter of fact, what people ask you for, the lenders are always going to ask you not about money down. They're going to ask you, what's your credit look like? Let us pull your credit. I tell people, check your credit on a day-to-day basis, no matter well, whether well, how good you think you are or whatever. Check it because of these orchestrated breaches by the credit reporting agency. You never know when something's going to be thrown on there. Uh, anyway, so um, there's a free agency. That's Credit Karma. That's Credit Check Total. Well, Credit Check Total is free for a little bit, but Annual Credit Report is recommended by the Federal Trade Commission. Annualcreditreport.com. You can view your credit report for, the, for a term of 12 months on a day-to-day basis, and you should do that. Now, when you say, how bad does your credit have to be for before a person comes to me? One negative mark could lower your credit score by up to 100 points, 150 points. So always check your credit and be proactive, take action anytime you see something negative on there. Even if you uh, instituted or, or you were the one that are you responsible for that act, you file a bankruptcy, a tax lien, a judgment, a repossession, a eviction, bankruptcy, collect, collection count, whatever's on there, even though it does belong to you, what you want to do is use the Fair Credit Reporting Act and go after the credit reporting agencies because they're violating due process. We know the information belongs to you, but the point is that the credit reporting agencies are not following the law when they're putting it on there. So we can get it off based on using the Fair Credit Reporting Act. So the average person can go to the credit score apps and 
believe that that's going to be accurate for the most part? Not the scores. Just the content on there is accurate. But the scores are not accurate. So don't even rely on the scores from these free agencies. Mm -hmm. The lender is going to give you their score. So if you could bring that free score in that you have, that you've attained from one of those uh, free agencies, they'll just discard that totally. But they want to see is that they want to pull their own internal report because they have guidelines that they're, they're going to govern you on. So don't 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 pay attention to the scores, but you can pay attention to the content on those reports. Now, you know, NFL football players, you know, when things happen, NFL football players, it seems to be you know in the paper more so than anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you hear of a lot of former players going bankrupt. Um, and from my vantage point, that doesn't necessarily mean you don't have any money. Those are two different things. Right. Now, when is bankruptcy the best option? Well, I always tell people to use it as the last option. First, familiarize yourself with the Fair Credit Reporting Act and the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. Bankruptcy is a last option, okay? Some people use it to save their home, of course, which I'm, I'm all for that. And I'm all for bankruptcies as well. But if you can have something removed off your credit report by disputing it, as opposed to filing a bankruptcy and having that negative mark reflect on your credit report for the next 7 to 10 years, it would probably be better to weigh your options and use the Fair Credit Reporting Act and legally remove that information that was put on there. Remember, we go after the information that does, in fact, belong to you. Okay, You're not a deadbeat. There's things that happen in people's lives. So we want to use that Fair Credit Report to give you a fresh start, a fresh legal start. If the credit reporting agency is not following the law, then use those laws to get that information off. But a bankruptcy, like you had said, it's okay to file a bankruptcy, but use it as a last resort. Familiarize yourself with the Fair Credit Reporting Act. Read that document, and you can address a lot of those negative issues through that. And you'll find out that most of the people that file bankruptcy are filing bankruptcy on information that's already been charged off by the original creditor. When the original creditor charges a debt off, it releases all parties of any financial obligation to the debt, not just the original creditor. All the parties, the consumers released from any obligation to that debt as well. So there's no need to file a bankruptcy on account that's charged off. What you want to do in that case is issue what they call a validation of debt to the collectors when they're trying to catch, you know, come after you for the debt. But don't go into bankruptcy court and file bankruptcy on debts that's already been charged off in the form of collections. And what does that do? What does filing bankruptcy do to your credit score immediately? It, it, it'll kill your credit yeah, score. Of course it will. <laughs> of course, of course. How do you get that? How do you, can you get that back up? Yeah, now, you can get the bankruptcy off as well. People come to me to have the bankruptcies removed, but I tell them, listen, it's better not to have the bankruptcy on there. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you've paid thousands of thousands of dollars to file a bankruptcy when you can pay hundreds of dollars to use the Fair Credit Reporting Act to remove the information. But the bankruptcy, your score is going to drop and it's going to stay down for up to 10 years Jeez. and how how hard is it to remove bankruptcy from, no, from your record no no harder than removing an inquiry or a late payment no harder it's because no. we're going after credit reporting agencies for violation of due process mm. wow amazing i'm learning i'm learning a lot of things no doubt about that all right we talked to uh my boy snoop dog jay smith uh uh william crowley Credit magician and now uh, Adam Edenson. Wow, you like that? Hey, you got it right. From uh, from Edenson Dental. We're gonna take a quick break and come back and talk to Adam Edenson, and then we're gonna kind of freestyle a little bit and have fun, and we're gonna make it intelligent because that's what we do. Consumer quarterback show. Normally Brandon Rhymes, Ian Beckles for the next half hour or so, and like I said, we're gonna try to make it intelligent. We'll be back. One hundred two five The Bone, AM thirteen eighty. We Beam TV. Hey, everybody. I'm Forbes Riley, celebrity TV fitness host and creator of The Spin Gym. I'm here today with Brandon Rhymes, and you're listening to The Consumer Quarterback Show. Great ways to get happy, healthy, and wealthy. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. 
listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. All right, welcome back. Ian Beckles sitting in for Brandon Rhymes. Uh, Dignitary is my brand, and if you want to follow me on social media, it's at Ian Beckles. Now, let's continue our intelligent talk here. Uh, we're going to go the dental route. Um, but young man, Adam Edenson. Edenson, yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How about yourself? During the break, we're talking about your logo, and you're like, who does that? And you know what? Creative people do that. Exactly. Yep. I, I, liked, I liked the logo. Thank you. I appreciate it. Actually, a, a patient of mine, when I was working in, in New York, mm-hmm. uh, she owned a, a large advertising firm, and she uh, she's like, this is your logo. Mm-hmm. You're going to roll with it. I'm roll like, with it. There we go. And Thank then, you. And then it works. It, hey, I have no complaints. I Wonderful. Now, uh, you know, Edenson is a family practice, uh, and you're obviously going to compare yourself to some of the franchise dental shops, I guess, the big, you know, the big ones. How how do you differ? Why is it better to go to a a little family practice? Um, Well, I I wouldn't say a little family practice. Not little, but just family, Um, yes. I mean, realistically, I mean, my family's been there for almost 40 years now. Um, So, you know, just continuing that, that, uh, you know, standard of care. Um, the difference between, you know, myself and the, uh, I guess, the, the chain dental offices, that's, you're not getting people who, the, the dentists who have been there, been out of school for a long time, or who have had good mentors, who mm-hmm. have had, like, a lot of, you know, experience, as you, you guys were talking about before. Um, they they don't have people that, you know, come in and, you know, I've, hey, I've had, you know, my parents there and chastise me out in front of my patients and i'm like all right i learned a lot you know i'm glad we got that straightened out and let's fix it um and you know i've worked all over the country i've worked you know up north i've worked you know all over florida i've worked out west um i feel like there's not much i haven't seen at this point um but yeah that's pretty much uh that's that's that separates you from the other guys the other guys i mean they cycle through dentists left and right um you know again my family's been there for 40 40 years um, hopefully, you know, we'll be there for another 40. Uh, you know, maybe Florida will be underwater by that point, but yeah, well, who knows? Never, uh, you, know, you, you never know, right? Now, how does it differ when you go around the country and you're going up north and up west and you're talking about, you know, the, the technology that they're using in the dental field? Does it vary? I mean, you go out west and go, oh, my goodness, they have these different lasers, or is it pretty much common for, for the whole country? It's pretty much the same for the whole country. I mean, each... Uh, each dental, like, uh, they have, like, a lot of this stuff is regional. Like, certain schools make big footprints in terms of uh, the way they teach the students. Like, uh, larger schools, like, up north, there's, like, a certain thing that you see, you know, that is really prevalent in, like, an area. Like, say, you know, in Maryland, they have a dental procedure called the Maryland Bridge because people at University of Maryland <laughs> taught them how to use it. And that's the way it, the way it goes. Um, and that's just kind of the way. I mean, each each one is the same, you know, same but different at the you know at the, on on that scale. Um, I mean, that's pretty much the difference between you know going from you know out west, mm-hmm. up north, and down south. Now, you know, the new technology. Do they have seminars? Like you, you talk about different crafts. You go to seminars and you you do see the new things. You know. As far as teeth go, we talk about electric toothbrushes, uh, toothpaste, braces, and stuff like that. Uh, let's start with electric toothbrush. Now, okay. I, I use a manual toothbrush. Uh, am I wrong? 
Um, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say, say yes. You can say yes if you want. I'm, I wouldn't say. I mean, as long as you're using it, that's all I care yeah. about. Um, I mean, if you spend two hundred fifty dollars on a toothbrush. You bet your ass, or you bet you're going to use it. You can say yes. Okay. Um, you, say yes. you definitely we'll are going to use it. We'll stop you. You'll stop me? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll stop you. You're definitely going to use it because, I mean, you spent $250 on a, on something they usually get for free. You I mean, that. for me, like, what I find that helps a lot of people is um, the electric, to- uh, electric toothbrush as well as um, using, like, prescription strength toothpaste. I find that that's like. Prescription strength toothpaste. Yep. Ex- elab- Explain elab- that. Elaborate, so, please. Um, your average toothpaste is about uh, one part per million of fluoride. Um, the prescription stuff has 5,000 parts per million of fluoride. So each time you brush your teeth, it's like giving yourself a fluoride treatment, which can actually reverse cavities. And, um, I mean, if you've got small cavities, they can be taken away. Huh? Which should be great. Yeah. They can remove your cavities. It can, yeah, it can remineralize the, the small cavities. If they're big, I mean, there's, you know, there's. So much you can you do. Got you got any of this tooth, toothpaste? You got any on you? <laughs> do I have any on me? Yeah. How about you come by the office? I'll, I'll write you write you a script for it. You like the dope man? <laughs> like you got any, you got any of that toothpaste with that five thousand? You know, that, that's, that, that's that good stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Doc, that good, good. Uh, so there's so there's there's toothbrushes that help. There's mouthwash. I mean, let's go mouthwash. Mm-hmm. Should should you be gargling your mouth? I don't like it. You don't like it? No. All right. I mean, it tastes terrible for me. It tastes terrible. I mean, it, does it help? It, I mean, anything helps. I mean, let's be realistic. I mean, you should floss. You should, you know, brush your teeth. Anything that gets all that biofilm. Give me the off top the three important things. I can't do it all. I'm busy, man. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, you know? Well, I mean, brush twice a day, okay. bare minimum. Uh, come to the dentist at least six uh, every six months. I was about. To, you thought you were going to say six times a year. I was about to say slow down. Hey, there, some people need that. I mean, you know, yeah, they got teeth. It is what it is. And floss. And floss, yeah. Floss is You have to floss properly. I mean, like, a lot of people don't floss properly. They just use those sticks. Oh, you see, I did that this morning, and then you're going to poo-poo it. I'm sorry. It's better than doing nothing, right? It's better than doing nothing. But you're still looking down at me here. I'm not looking, looking down at looking, anybody. You're looking bad, down at me with my stick with the, the string thing in there. <laughs> no, it's fine. You're, as long as you do something. You're looking at me like I'm an animal. You know oh, what I mean? Whoa, whoa, well, That's whoa. all right. Now, um, teeth whitening, I believe, is probably a big thing now. It's, it, it's gotten uh, a lot bigger as of actually as of late, um, especially because of the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, if you come by, come by our office. We're doing a, a teeth bleaching uh, special, so built feel free to swing on by mm-hmm. also uh you know same same uh promotion as last time anybody who listens to the ad mentions the ad we'll give you 10 percent off if you come by uh edens and dental um you know just trying to help people out get people uh you know as much uh, health care as they can get but yeah the uh the teeth bleaching thing is obviously uh picking up because one you know people it's getting to be is it getting to be wedding season down here yet i never it never stops i don't think, yeah, I don't think in florida i don't think it, it ever exactly, stops that's yeah, true yeah. um and then, um, because of the holidays, people want to look nice for those, uh, you know, family photos. They want their that nice, beautiful, uh, bright smile. Sure. Well, everybody seems to be doing the the whitening now. Mm-hmm. Even it seems like you, people that aren't dentists, and you can see, oh, that, yeah. you know, you know, at the corner stores and stuff. There's a big difference between what you do and what oh, you can get at the CVS. Like I, I remember I went to the was it the Florida State Fair or the Strawberry Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a guy. There's a guy in a booth, you know, bleaching teeth, and I was like, uh, "Really? Are you uh, are you okay to do this?" He's mm-hmm. like, "I started asking him questions." He's like, "How do you know this?" And I was like, "Well, I'm a dentist." He's like, "All right, here's a couple free samples. Now get out." And they'll get out. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, "Well, what happens if you know if, if what you cause you know you know gum loss?" And he's mm. like, "All right, we're done here. Get out." Wow. I was like, "Okay." Yeah, he was scared you're going to snitch on him. You got to call HR or something yeah, like that. <laughs> Dental HR. I don't, uh, think, uh, I don't think they're uh, too specific or too. Uh, uh, on people sure. over at the no, they're not. fair. They're not. 
at all. Uh, now, as far as dental insurance goes, you know, there's this. I don't even know where we are with Obamacare, really. I mean, so there, it's it's activated, it's repealed, it's back, it's back. I don't know where we are, but what? How has it affected dental insurance? Um, as far as I know, like, I mean, a lot of this stuff has changed so many times. As like every far day, as, yeah, yeah, like all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I know, for majority of people, Obamacare doesn't cover uh, dental. Um, it covers covers children, I think, up until like twenty one or something around those around that age. Um, but uh, at my office, uh, we generally do uh, PPO insurance, um, which is different than HMO and then Medicaid and so on and so forth. Um, and especially being that at the end of the year, make sure that you use that before you know you can't. I mean, use it, or, use it, or you lose it. Um, and I mean, I would also mention you know the flex accounts um, that you know that's money on the table that people. Um, generally usually leave on the table sure. and uh, you know that's a it's it's a an account that you know you and your employer uh, agree upon and that's money that you can it's non-taxable that you can you know use for dental dental care the 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 you know one problem with that is well not one problem is that it can't be used for cosmetic dentistry um, but it can be used for preventative it can be used for if you've got any dental problems that you've got right now you know, come on in. We'll take care of them. Um, and, you know, even if you want to do, uh, you know, any any cosmetic dentistry, we did a couple uh, high uh, high aesthetic uh, cases this week. I think we did like five, and people are very happy with them. They're you know nice. can't, they can't stop sing- singing praises. How you know how much has changed their life and how they're like happy to be even smiling in photos and so on and so forth. Um, they're just super excited. I mean, it can change the life. And it can sure. change you know. And the, the only problem is generally. Um, people, the big complaint that they have is they waited too long to do it. Yeah, and I have to ask you, you would know, when they talk about Obamacare, I'd be honest with you, I don't know what's going on. I just know what they're telling me. How would it affect you if it was revoked or repealed? Do you know how it would affect the average person? Do you know how would it affect the, like, in terms of, you're talking about dentistry, or you're talking about healthcare? Healthcare. Oh, I, I just know it'll affect a lot of people. Um, Positively or negatively? I mean, you take away anyone's healthcare, it's not going to be good. Um, so they're they're trying to improve it, but they're taking it away. Okay, I, I mean, yeah, right. I'm a dentist, man. I, I I'm not a politician. Yeah. Bringing in Trump here so or, or, or something. Be, yeah, without be good. with without getting too political. Yeah, we're getting we're going uh, down. A, we're going a rabbit hole here. If they called it Blue Care, I think they would leave it alone. <laughs> but the fact that it's called Obamacare, I think it's going to have to go away. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, that's the first thing they said. Well, we don't really like the sound of that. That's that's mm-hmm. good. That's definitely going to go away. Now, if people want to get in contact with you, how do they get in contact? Um, with you? Feel free to give us a call um, at eight one three six three two three one one eight. Again, you can. Uh, you know, check us out on on uh, either Facebook, all the social media, Instagram. I think I put it a, a few things on on all those. Um, Facebook. Um, I, I actually uh, a, a quick little announcement of things that are going on over mm-hmm. at Edenson Dental. Um, I'm, this week or next week, I'm doing the Great American Teaching, um, where I'm going to go to a elementary school and talk about uh, you know dentistry and so on and so forth. Um, that's going to be at An- uh, Anderson Elementary. What now, what time are you going to be there? Um, as far as I know, I'm there all day. Um, I'm, I'm going. I'm going there next week at ten. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Maria, the uh, one of the uh, teachers, asked me. I was there last year as well. No way. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll see you there. Yeah, I, I, I do two. I do two or three a year. But we can carpool. 
Yeah, probably not. Uh, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Uh, you know, I'm not sure. Well, you said you're going to be there all day, so you know, I'm not I mean, going okay, to sit there and wait for you. Work. I mean, we're good and everything, but we ain't, we ain't that good yet. Okay, so uh, um, you can definitely get in contact with uh, Adam Edenson, Edenson uh, Dental. Let's take a break and pay some bills and come back, and then uh, we'll have we'll the last segment with everybody, and we'll freestyle a little bit and have a little bit of fun. We'll be back. Uh, the Intelligent Talk Radio Consumer Quarterback Show, and this is Ian Beckles filling in for Brandon Rimes. We'll be back. Hey, this is Grant Cardone, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rimes. Do not touch that dial. I'll come right through the radio and grab your throat. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Last segment, Ian Beckles filling in for Brandon Rhymes. Consumer Quarterback Show, and uh, we've had a wonderful show, a very enlightening uh, learning a little bit uh, about inspections, um, you know, dentistry, obviously, and uh, how jacked up your credit is and whether you should file bankruptcy. And uh, hopefully it never gets to that. And I'm, I've been very blessed to uh, not file bankruptcy because that's not what we all want to do. Uh, I know some people that I played with that have. Um, and I, like I said, I don't know if that means you're broke because I've seen people that file bankruptcy driving phantoms yeah. and they do it to save their money that, <laughs> that's why they fall bank now what, president trump does it <laughs> he's, done, he's done it a few times, hasn't yeah, he? a, few yeah, times. a few times uh but explain to the average person out there that you file bankruptcy therefore you don't have to pay the people that you owe right. but then you're driving a phantom how does that work well, a lot of times the bankruptcy court lets you keep one vehicle, one 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 residence, okay. one vehicle anyway. I'm no no expert on bankruptcies, but I know I'm an expert on removing bankruptcies okay. and trying to dissuade people from filing a bankruptcy. But nevertheless, uh, bankruptcy, yeah, you can they'll they'll let you keep one car okay. and then one 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 residence, one place of residence, I guess you would say. Um, but they they'll scrutinize you. Now, there's the difference between there's the chapter seven and there's the chapter thirteen. Where the new laws that changed around 2006, I believe it was, where they're going to encourage everybody that goes in, they're going to encourage you to do a Chapter 13 because that's what, that's what they call a, I call it a wholesale payback. Okay. So you're paying those debts back, but at a wholesale cost over an extended amount of time, usually 60 months. But if you don't if you don't qualify, then they'll let you do a Chapter 7. But everybody, used to be, everybody would just go in and file a Chapter 7. Mm-hmm. That'll totally discharge all of your debt. But, uh, but the bankruptcy courts are more benefiting from you going to a chapter 13 first where you can pay back some cost as opposed to just totally eradicating all the debt well I and hope of course I, sean yesner can answer all those questions yeah i'm sure i hope i don't have to ever deal with those chapters and stuff like yeah. that those are the chapters i don't want to read that's for sure yeah. now we have uh, jay smith here uh snoop dog ex- uh, inspections as far as uh you you inspect all over the Tampa bay area all over. I mean, literally from Sarasota, okay. Venice area, all the way up into Spring Hill and Hernando, over into Polk, as far as Lakeland, the whole mm-hmm. that whole area. Where's the hottest place right now where pe- people are purchasing? Where's the, where's the hottest place in the area? Well, I mean, your new new constructions, Riverview, 
Uh, Riverview is, is really expanding, isn't it? Lakewood Ranch and 54 up in Pasco County. Wow, and that's mean, the three areas that are just cranking with new neighborhoods. I mean, it's I you know when I when I got here in 1990, I lived at the Cove over there on West Shore. Uh, I lived in uh, town in Compton for a little bit. Um, I town lived, in Compton, yeah. This is what they call it. Call them t- you never heard that before? No, town and country. Town and- <laughs> Same thing. Town and- depends, depends what part. It was town and Compton. Uh, I lived, I like I lived in New Tampa over there in, in yep. you know, uh, uh, Tampa Palms. And the way the Tampa Palms area has expanded to where well, it's almost expanded into 54. It's that it's that far. Well, 54, you got the new neighborhood, the Crystal Lagoons neighborhood, mm-hmm. um, the Epper- Epperson Ranch. That has the man-made lake that's like 10 or 12 acres lake that they're having in the middle of the neighborhood. Nice. nice. And that, that The model should be about coming open currently. That's it, right? They should be close now. They're working on the lake. It'll be you know another year before that's done. Good stuff. But uh, models are coming in there. Well, I'll tell you what. This, this uh, area, I don't want to say city because there's a bunch of cities jammed together. Uh, I, I don't know if anywhere has grown like this in the last 10, 15, 20 years. And, and, you know? I mean, Lakeland's growing like crazy. I mean, that area yeah. in between Tampa and and Orlando is is expanding daily. It's not stopping either. No. And there's more coming. And, and Tampa Tampa itself, the the downtown area, is about to blow up. And we know what St. Pete downtown is doing. Well, I think I saw on the news today about, um, they were talking about 143,000 Puerto Ricans have come to Florida. How, what's the number? 143,000. Wow. Yeah, they have to go somewhere. Yeah. Well, there's 3.4 million people down there, and they, they can't get the kids back into school. Yeah, they're they're really hurting. Unbelievable. Well, I tell you what, the numbers are going to go up for sure. And, you know, I've always said that we live in paradise, and uh, we have a lot of people from elsewhere here. And, you know, we got all these, you know, strong-willed people are from Philadelphia and all these different places. And I always tell them, you know, that's fun. I, I'm okay with people still, you know, rooting for your team. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing. Don't be swole up by Philadelphia because nobody moves to Philadelphia. Everybody moves here. (laughs) Nobody moves to Boston or Buffalo. They move here. They leave those places. You mean people don't move up there? Nope. No, I've never heard somebody saying I'm moving to Philadelphia on purpose. Uh, not me. I've never heard it. I've been <laughs> in Philadelphia for two years. I couldn't get out of there fast enough. Now let's let's talk about the dental part. And I think there's kind of a uh, uh, there's a correlation between dental and sleeping. Have you guys? Oh yeah, have you, you guys delved into the whole mouth Sleep guard sleeping oh, yeah. apnea thing? Night cards and so on. Because and so forth. I, I wear I wear one at night. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was just talking to Mike Calter the other day, and Mike Calter's talking about CPAP masks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, that's something they did in like 1940 like those the mouth guards that, that i got from my dentist they're terrible me, yeah i mean oh, okay. they're are you talking about the cpap mask i mean it's really uncomfortable but i mean like the the night guards they'll like prop you open and help you out it's I the mean, best thing in the world yeah if you got if you have sleep apnea what what happens is you stop breathing in the middle of the night mm-hmm. so what often you, often all the mm-hmm. time you wake up all the time to yeah. wake to this to breathe and so what your brain is doing um it's forcing your jaw open and when it forces your jaw open, you start beating that, beating, beating up your your, your teeth mm-hmm. to get that airway open, and right. that's why you need that night guard. Because if you don't, you're just gonna be beating up your teeth. And I'd rather you you know beat up a piece of plastic than beat up you know your teeth because sure. it's a lot more expensive. I just couldn't sleep with a big thing on my face oh. like that. And oh. and the mouth guard, you flip it, you, you slip it in, and it, 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 it kind of makes your mouth do as a bulldog would do. And yeah, and the front one goes forward mm-hmm. and. I'm telling you, you, you could ask my wife. If I forget to put it in, mm-hmm. I wake up and she's gone. 
Yep. <laughs> she sleep on the couch. She's gone. Okay. If I put it in, she's there. So that should tell you whether it it it, oh, hel- yeah. it, it helps or not. I mean, I wear one at night. I mean, I recommend them to everybody. I like as soon as you you know, if I see any any grinding or anything like that, I generally recommend it as soon as possible. Um, it's just they're huge. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's great. I mean, a lot of people choose not to do them because they think that it's going to be uncomfortable. They want to go to like CVS or Walgreens mm. or anything like that and get the. The essentially the sports guards that the boil and bites because mm. they want to you know get that's, that's the bootleg ones there. Yeah, I mean it. It can cause more problems in the long run um, than anything else. Um, three days out, three or four days with the mouth guard, I was uncomfortable. Yeah, and, and then after that, I'm, I think I actually feel more comfortable mm-hmm. with it in. Oh, yeah, than than it not being in because I know I'm breathing well, and you know you don't want to die obviously because we we stop breathing, getting a good night's sleep quite, yeah. quite often, no yeah. doubt. So after she leaves, do you put it in then and then go back to sleep? Correct. <laughs> you you figured out my you figured out my trick. You weren't you weren't supposed to bust like, me out I with got my the trick. Whole bed to myself yeah, now. Yeah, all yeah, right. Did and, you listen to the radio at all? Yes. Oh boy. And this is gonna be playing on the bone, isn't it? She might be listening to this, but you never know. But she, we have a, we have a puppy too, and the puppy, you know, will keep us up at night. So if I, if I snore, they'll both leave. Oh wow! And I get get down because I'm on the air at five o'clock in the morning. Wow! You know, so I'm not really trying to not sleep at night. Wow! I gotta I gotta get my 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 rest in there. You know, need that sleep, no doubt. So what <laughs> what else you guys got going on the rest of the day? Anything good? Anything you know? In, in, Exciting. Heading, heading back to work. Um, yeah. I'm actually, at another fun thing that we're working with over at Edens and Dental is we're partnering up with a uh, one of the local, well, not local, a, a car company. Um, so hopefully, uh, I'm not going to name names or anything like that, but if you go on our Facebook site, um, you you might get you know an inkling towards that uh, you know giving some of our patients a little uh, extra benefit nice. for, for coming to see us. There you go. What are you doing? You going to run a marathon? Probably in there. Yeah. Well, milk duds. Oh yeah. my God, jawbreakers. So you, you work, you do work out a lot, though, don't you? I'm a cyclist and a racquetball. Yeah, I mean, you can, that's why you can eat like that. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, I mean, that's why you can eat like that because yeah. you burn a whole lot of calories, a whole lot of calories. It's all right, though. It's all right to stay young. Are you a young man? What you got going the rest of the day? Uh, rest of the day? Uh, yeah, just paperwork. Reports. That's I got, it. I got to work on reports. You got to grind, and that's it. That's it. Well, I got to run, literally run from here to go to Bay News 9 uh, to go do another little thing I got TV-wise. Then I start talking about boring football for a little bit. This was more exciting. Sounds like a busy man. Yeah, boring but, yeah. football. Football's I, great right now. I am a busy man. I'm just not making any damn money. I'm busy. I'm just not making any money. <laughs> Football's great right now. Yeah, what are you talking about? I went to the University of Miami. We're uh, we're doing great. Oh, uh, ain't it nice that you could be all swole up again? <laughs> you, you, I ain't heard from a Miami fan. I ain't heard to you What's up, about 10 in years? so long. <laughs> 10 years is oh, more than that. Yeah, 15 that's years. I, that's about when I went there, yeah. About 15 years yeah. ago. You know, my I grew up with Alonzo Highsmith. No way. In elementary school in Montreal. Wow. So I was a U fan when I was seven. Well, he when when he when he left and he went to the U, and they say when he walked into that building, the whole building changed because that guy was a dog. Yeah. Alonzo Highsmith. Look up on that name. Wow. Well, guys, well, I appreciate you uh, sitting in. Jay Smith, William Crowley, and uh, Adam Edenson. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you guys. And uh, get in contact with these guys because these guys, they, they know what's going on. Thank you, Brandon, for letting me sit in. Everybody have a wonderful week. And please stay out of trouble. Peace out.
You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at consumerqb.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show, weekday afternoons at 5 on AM. 1380 The Biz